Welcome to Get It Done Entrepreneurs, where we talk with founders of companies who bet on themselves in one. My name is Rich LeBrun, and I am the founder and CEO of LeBrun Advisory Group. You can find us at rlebrun.com. Our mission is to help our clients build wealth through business ownership. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let me introduce our special guest today. His name is Bill Simmons. He is the founder and CEO of Thrive Business Operations for the past 17 plus years. The firm provides fractional COO services, helping grow businesses that struggle with operational challenges, succeed by integrating a fractional team and optimizing business through the Thrive Ops cycle. Their primary mission is to help businesses unlock growth through smooth operations, improved communications, and increased accountability. Bill is passionate about helping business owners reduce frustrations and increase their profits through executing and advancing their strategy, systems, and people. Bill has over 30 years of experience helping entrepreneurs and individuals grow their life and their business. Bill is also an experienced speaker, sharing his message of leadership and success with over 250,000 people throughout the world. He and his family live in South Carolina. With that said, welcome, Bill, to the show. Well, thank you, Rich. I really appreciate you uh, having this forum and platform and being able to participate with you today. Well, thank you again for taking time out of your busy day. But with that, let's jump in. Everybody's got a story. You have one. I have one. We all got to where we are today. But our listeners really like to hear the story of how you started your business, maybe a little background on you. And we'll talk a little bit on in, uh, as the program goes along, some of the ups and downs and how you navigated those uh, in starting your own business. Yeah, well, you know, I, uh, I'm a transplant into South Carolina. I grew up in Maryland on the I-95 corridor, halfway between Baltimore and Philadelphia. And uh, really, I'm a, I'm a city guy at heart. If you'd have told me, uh, you know, we've been here about 15 years. If you'd have, you know, told me 16 years ago I was going to live in the South, one of them South Carolina, I'd have been like, no way. Uh, but it's a great place to live. And, and my, you know, as always, we have unique journeys, right? And, uh, you know, my journey in the entrepreneurial world started when I was 12, uh, hanging out, playing baseball with my friends, and some guy walking out there and saying, does anybody want to deliver newspapers? And I was like, raise my hand. I was like, I'll deliver newspapers. And, you know, as you know, I always, I always love to say it was my first turnaround that I, I took a failing paper route that only delivered, you know, 25 or 30 newspapers. And by the time I was done, I was delivering over 75 newspapers and, you know, <laughs> and, and then try to recycle that money to, to buy compra, uh, contraband, which was candy and gum and sell it out of my locker in middle school. <laughs> so, there you go. I love uh, it. Yeah, that's where my journey started, and I I, I feel like today I'm, I'm probably still that 12-year-old kid trying to find my way how to grow and how to develop and find new ways to serve people. Well, let me ask you a question. So did you uh, venture for, away from that 12-year-old entrepreneur spirit? Did you go work for corporate America, or did you stay in that lane altogether? No, I, uh, you know, I, I, I ran out of, midway through college. I started working for a small company that uh, – was kind of a home center. It, it built in the model of like True Value and uh, Ace Hardware. It was called Service Star. It was eventually purchased by True Value. It was before the big box of Lowe's and Home Depot. And really, 
learned how to lead there. It was a locally owned store, part of the conglomeration, but um, really got was fortunate enough to spend time with the president of the company. And that was before, you know, words like mentoring and coaching were really popular. Uh, I think that's just who he was. Um, and I look back at that time period and and really learned that, you know, how to be a leader. And I think that's important. And it, it, not only did I learn, I did learn about business, but but I, I've, I've really taken the, the, you know, kind of frame of mind that, you know, if you're going to lead in an organization, you're going to have an entrepreneurial spirit. You want to you want to build business and grow revenue. But it's really about leading people and leading processes. And that's what I really learned in that first stage of, of, of um, my career, uh, especially throughout my 20s. It took a really crazy turn. And um, I was very involved in my local church at that time period and was eventually asked to go to Washington, D.C. and be the executive dire- uh, director of a uh, nonprofit that focused on bringing college interns for two semesters from August to May and uh, learning how to do urban outreach. So I had to do a a lot of recruiting and fundraising, traveling, speaking around up and down the East Coast. And again, had to have that entrepreneurial leadership startup kind of mentality. And uh, from there, I I was, you know, again, very blessed to hang out with a lot of leaders and just see a need, meet a need was kind of my mentality. And hanging out with a lot of high capacity leaders as I was traveling, I was young, skinny, and had hair. So I was doing motivational speaking in middle schools and high schools. And you gotta, you gotta have a little bit of self-confidence to stand in the middle of a high school gymnasium with 3,000 high school students, right? Amen. And, and so as uh I would have those uh you know evenings with people who would fund those um efforts into those schools, and a lot of time they were business owners or other organizational leaders, and people would just say to me, like, so let me get this right. You are on campus and you're leading your organization three or four days a week. And then you're traveling three or four days a week. I can't even leave my office for three or four hours. Like, how do you do that? <laughs> and and that's where I saw the opportunity. I, I look back on it. I call it informal coaching and consulting where it was, well, here's how, here's how I hire. Here's how I manage expectations. Here's how we hold people accountable. Here's how we build processes to institute uh, uh, certain elements of what we do. And over that, just found a uh, opportunity to say, well, maybe I can come back and meet with you and your team and let's do some strategic work together. And that really is what birthed was today Thrive Business Operations, because I saw a need for high level strategy you could really execute. I saw a need for leaders that needed strong peer leaders, other people that could really speak into them, but really from us. From a you know our, our our purpose statement is serve people solve problems. So how could you connect with leaders really serving them? And then the third thing was outsourced executive leadership, and I think that's been happening certainly in the business world for, for instance, in fractional CFOs, chief financial officers, for several decades. I saw a need for that in operations, and that's what we now have is you know fractional COOs, chief operating officers that really focus on fractional operational leadership. And, you know, I'm proud to say now it's no longer the Bill Simmons show and we're a small firm. I now have a business partner, Kai Bailey, and together we're we're building this to serve clients all across the country. Talk about just a little specific about the, the fractional business for our listeners. Yeah. Uh, so 
is there an average amount of time someone comes in and sits in that seat or is it a two-week stint or a two-year stint or is there a little combination of everything yeah so you know our model is a little different um we certainly want to bring competency to the business and um with a, a person that has experience and has the ability to serve you as a fractional coo but we also uh in in install a business operating system we call it the thrive Ops cycle and it's really focused on how to run your business 90 days at a time we call them quarterly sprints and so our average engagement is going to be 12 to 18 months and it's for a variety of reasons uh, we can help a company that has had either a bad experience from a COO perspective, and now we're going to bring a little bit more structure to the role so that if somebody else comes in, you're not just hiring, again, a, a person. You have a process and how you're structurally running the business through the, the Thrive Ops cycle. And so our average engagement is 12 to 18 months, but we've had clients where we've served much longer. And, and honestly, we've, we've served some clients where we may focus on a project for a shorter period of time. But we, we don't ask you to make an investment uh, or a commitment to us for 12 months. We say make a commitment to your business for at least 12 months so we can work through four uh, quarterly cycles together. And I would say in the operational side of business, it takes longer because you are dealing with not only processes and systems, but you're also dealing with the people and leadership and management issues. So I, I get that need to be in there a little bit longer. Looking back, um, on your business you've had for a while, uh, you if you were coaching yourself back to when you started, what wisdom would you be sharing with that individual, uh, the younger Bill, I will say, um, as far as things that you've learned that you maybe did wrong that you would coach somebody how to do better? Yeah, I think I would tell a younger Bill Simmons in 2006 that, uh, you know, productize how you deliver the service a lot faster. Uh, I, though I yeah, I've said a couple of times already, you know, don't hire just competency, hire somebody that can bring in a process on how to deliver the service. In the beginning, in, in full transparency, that's what I was selling. It was the Bill Simmons show, right? It was, here's what I can do for you. Here's what we can do to connect. And I was selling the service and delivering the service. And you know, it was really almost a decade before I really started saying, how can I turn this into a, a, a firm model? And how can I take this and replicate it with other fractional COOs that can deliver this service? So I'd have done that quicker, if that makes sense. I'd, 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 I would have leaned on myself to be the seller and deliverer of the service. Now I'm trying to get myself out of the way. I'm, I'm the biggest bottleneck we have, and I don't want to be that. <laughs> Okay, so you went from a more solo entrepreneur mentality to a firm model. Give us one tip on how you did that. Okay, what was the decision that you made? Yeah, I, again, I think it's uh, one, productizing the service, have a vision for how we deliver. And, and then this, the second thing is really just relationships, trusting other people to deliver that. And I was pretty fortunate to have opportunities at different times to partner with people and um, eventually one of those people were, was Kai that I mentioned earlier and she came in and worked on a project with me I had bought a franchise actually uh, just uh, during the year that she and I met and I was at a place where uh, if, if I was selling a service and delivering it there wasn't enough of me to go around so uh, bringing Kai in to say can you work on this project with me and to be honest Richard she did a better job than I did 
And I, I really just, the, the moving to a firm model is to stop thinking you are the best person to do this, right? Uh, there are other people who can do it better than you. And Kai proved that. We also recognized we had shared vision. And I define us today as, as really, we are the best example of synergy that we truly do bring greater value together than we do individually. And we had similar vision. And once we recognized that, we just found the power in linking together. And from there, here we are with, with our team. Yeah, it's really hard for owners to come to grips with the statement is considering that you're not the best person in the job. And maybe there's somebody else who has a better, uh, better perspective on your business than you do. So I applaud you for that. In addition to that, what I'll consider that was a good decision. Uh, you made other decisions too. Can you think of another one that was maybe key to really launch your success? Yeah, I, well, again, I think that it's always about relationships, but also having a a group of people that we could share our business journeys together. I, I became part of, you know, I know masterminding is a very popular word and some business owners have had both good experiences and maybe, dare I say, not so good experiences with mastermind type groups. And I can say, what is a mastermind? You might get 10 different answers from 10 different entrepreneurs, right? But again, relationships, connected with a group of about five or six other uh, men that all were business owners, all being open and transparent about the, the, the struggles and the opportunities and the blessings of having a business and being able to share on that journey, the successes and the challenges and being able to have them speak into you was a huge part of why I'm where I am today. Because there were moments, Rich, is I, 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 I'm a visionary and I'm a dreamer, but I'm also, when my expectations are high, sometimes my lows are very low and I needed people to, you know, kind of speak into me when I when I started to doubt, like, would this business really work? Do people really want to buy this? Can I even sell it? And, you know, as much as I want to say I was Mr. Positive all the time, I wasn't. And there were times I needed this group of people to step out of the isolation, let other people speak and say, no, I, I see what you could deliver. People need that. Get out there and, and make it happen. And so big key to, to to being able to have what we've done, you know, especially over the last 10 years. Yeah, I can really appreciate that. You know, the saying in the world, it's lonely at the top, the buck stops with you. Um, your masterminds in, in the good ways that they work, uh, it solves a lot of that problem. Uh, even this podcast for me, I get a chance to connect with founders of companies, we get to share stories like this, and learn from each other of how we've navigated the trials and overcame overcame some new ideas with victories. So let's take a break here on the commercial side of things of life. Let's give you a chance to promote Thrive Business Solutions. And uh, who's your customer? Uh, do you have any, maybe you can explain a little bit who you're looking for, who could who would be the perfect type of person to utilize your service? Yeah, well, thank you. Again, yeah, Thrive Business Operations. We encourage you to go to our website, uh, thrivebusinessoperations.com. You can also find me in just about any platform out there using Bill Simmons Live, L-I-V-E. So LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, you'll just Bill Simmons Live and you'll find us. Fractional COO services. So if you're a business owner and you get frustrated that you have a vision your operations can't keep up with, give us a call. Let, let us get connected and let us help you reach your priorities and objectives uh, 90 days at a time. We're never going to eliminate the gap because as good business owners, 
you're always ahead of the pack and there's always a little bit of a frustration that your operations can't keep up with you. But I will promise you, we can shrink the gap. We can shorten the gap and we can accomplish more. Uh, you know, our, our, our biggest thing is, you know, we, you, you talk about get it done. Well, that I tried to buy the website, uh, you know, I, I, not, not to say anything that would offend anybody, but like get shit done, right? Like that's, that's the website I tried to buy and somebody had already beat me to it. But if you need to get stuff done in your business, then we can help execute at a high level. Our team rolls up their sleeves, get involved in your business. We not only have COOs can, who do, can do that, we have business function experts that as other various areas of your business need support, we can bring them in at a lower cost for shorter periods of time and get things executed in your business. So go uh, to our website. We have a we have an ebook named the Thrive Opcycle. It explains the business operating system that we use uh, to install in your company. And we'd love to have a conversation with you. So schedule a time and uh, let's talk about your business, and how to get it to where you want it to be. Just a little bit more clarification. Is there any, is there a size requirement, revenue requirement or industry specialization or does it work for everybody? Yeah, I, you know, we, we don't focus on any particular industry. We've worked with over 35 industries through the years. Uh, we always say you, you be the expert in your industry, reach out to us so we can be the experts in operations, you know, people, processes and progress. Let's move along those three things. You know, an ideal client for us on a fractional COO perspective is probably in that three to $30 million range. We, uh, the annual revenue, we've certainly had clients much above, you know, you know, more than double that. If you're, if you're a client uh, prospect that is having a business below that range, we have other ways that we can support you to help bring strategic clarity into your company. Uh, but if you really want a, a partner from a fractional COO perspective, you know, really in order to work together, we, we want to be probably about 50% of what it would really cost you to employ somebody full time in a COO role based on the size of your company. And so we know out the gate, we can save you time, fraction of the time, fraction of the cost. Very good. Very good. Let's jump on to the third segment of the show here. I like this one because it's all of it forward looking. And uh, I've said this for almost two years now because I think 2022 is when we first started seeing all the crazy headwinds with labor shortages and supply chain and, you know, things along those lines. But here we are 2023, three quarters of the way through it. And we got the same issues. You know, we got wars, unfortunately, going on around the world. We have political unrest. You know, labor is still an issue to find the right people, high interest rates, inflation, you name it. We get them all at one time. So you're a founder, CEO of your company. How do you foresee the current climate, maybe a little, maybe forecast, maybe about 12 months out or so? You see this as a time for opportunity to take advantage, to grow, to add additional revenue streams? Or do you see this as a time to hunker down and just be kind of sit back and wait for a while? You know, it's it, it's not my nature to hunker down. <laughs> you know, it's it's in my nature for forward progress, right? And I think you have to keep in mind pendulums swing, but they never stay in one area, right? They always swing back, and and and, it, and at the degree in which the pendulum goes in one direction, it swings back to that same degree. And I, I really believe that though. We've had some struggles. I can't, I'm not smart enough to predict exactly how long this will last. I, I, I will say success is inevitable. The only mystery is time. 
So I can't say that I know what, what the next 12 months is going to look like, but I will say you want to be in position when the pendulum swings back. And the way that happens is one, you don't quit. So you, you got to, you may have to change. I will tell you today, some of the things we were doing to get in front of business owners two years ago, a year ago, aren't even working for us today. And we've had this, we've had to, you know, reinvest time, energy, and strategy into new ways to connect with our ideal uh, client and, and customer. So be innovative, make changes where you need to, and trust in yourself. And I believe you're going to be fine. You know, I think if you make an effort and you keep going, the last thing you want to do is swim 26 miles, end up in the fog and quit to find out you went 25 and you only have one mile to go. That's a lot. That's the last thing you want to do. We're in the fog. We can't see clearly right now, but the shoreline is within reach. You just got to keep going. Yeah. Wonderful advice. I love the success is inevitable. Uh, what is it? Mystery is in time or time is the, the, only, mystery? the only mystery is time, right? I, I love that. I love that. You know, it's in, in not only for your own business, but you actually are bringing, uh, you know, operating people into other people's business and they're faced with the same challenge. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure because every owner of a company is faced with how do I operate? How do I get more efficient, more cost effective? Do I invest more money? Do I not invest money? And like you said, I love it. Your analogy, we are in the fog. Uh, but and I love also your analogy that the pendulum swings both ways to stay in it long enough and uh, trust with your your core competency. Great wisdom. Okay, lastly, personal. You got to get up in the morning. You're a family man, right? You got you you have to get yourself energized, focused. You know, whatever you do, look in the mirror and give you that self talk. What do you do to get yourself focused and uh, ready to go out there and fight the battle? Well, that has certainly changed with the stages and ages of my life, <laughs> right? And uh, I've, I've always been a get up and just get it going kind of guy. I, in, in most of my life, it, to be able to say, you know, man, he had this great morning routine. I just got up and got started. I, I will say at this, I, I, I'm 57, so I don't mind being honest about that. I never started drinking coffee till about four years ago. And so my mornings now are quiet. And I have a little bit of time and I, I like to have honestly about about a 60 minutes of just time, reflection, thinking about where we're going and how we're going to get there. Part of the power of my mornings is not just what I do, but it's what I don't do. I don't take in any news and that's just me. I'm not judging people who do. I don't try to keep my head in the sand. I want to know what's going on around the world. Um, but I don't get, I don't need a play by play, if that makes sense. <laughs> and so I stay away from, you know, that, you know, the, the news channels and no matter which way the bias leans, I stay away from it all and, uh, really take my mornings and, uh, you know, I'm a person of faith. So I, I will spend time, uh, reflecting on scripture. I'll spend some time, you know, just, you know, praying over my day. And, and, and again, I, I think, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, it is a faith journey, no matter what you believe. It doesn't make me better that, you know, I'm going to pray or have, you know, say that I have faith. But at the end of the day, when you start to a business, you're saying, I believe, I believe we could do X. And then you try to convince other people, I can do X. And then in the quietness, you go, oh my gosh, I really hope I can do it. <laughs> so it is a journey of faith. And so I try to spend time with my morning 
you know, just to, to be able, you know, we are uh, spiritual beings and, you know, we want to connect with, and we are all, we all want to be a part of something bigger than ourselves. That's one of the reasons I love being an entrepreneur is you want to be a part of something bigger than yourself and it requires more than yourself. So I try to make sure every morning I recognize this is not just about Bill. It's it's a it's bigger than me. Yeah, what a great way to say that. I remember reading a book by an author, 16th century author named Fenelon. He's a coach and person is he's a coach of a, a authority figure, and he finally confesses to himself. He goes, "Yeah, if I, I need to tell you the truth." Is I always love the outcome. I hate the journey, and I'm a little bit ashamed of my faith in the middle. Oh, all day long. <laughs> all day long. Now, I'm always questioning: Do I? Is it big enough? But it doesn't take really much. Uh, to doesn't move. doesn't take much at all. Bill, uh, thank you for your time. How can people get a hold of you should they want to inquire more about your services? Yeah, first of all, I recommend going to thrivebusinessoperations.com, and we have plenty of resources there. But I really want to encourage you to do two things. One, download the ebook, The Thrive Ops Cycle. Talks a little bit about how we install that business operating system. And then consider scheduling an appointment. And let's just have a conversation about your business and how we might be able to support you. If you want to find me on any social media platform, Bill Simmons Live. Perfect, perfect. Well, I always say this in every show, but I sincerely mean it on every show. I am so grateful for people like yourself who are very busy in your own personal work day and running your own company to take time out and share your wisdom with other people so we all can learn and help each other as a sword sharpened sword, right, as they say. And uh, I just want to say thank you for your time. My pleasure. All right. Well, thank you. And uh, nice to meet you. And I hope you have a great day. Rich LeBrun here. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Get It Done Entrepreneurs. If you are a successful business owner who would like to be on this program, please visit us at rlebrun.com forward slash podcast and fill out the form and we will reach out to you. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show, include the hashtag Get It Done Entrepreneurs. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, rlebrun.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.